and welcome to the Just Like Magic podcast. I am your host, Lauren Maroney, a former corporate lawyer turned manifestation, mindset, and business coach and mentor. If you're looking to unlock your limitless potential in life and desire-led business, then you have come to the right place. I am so excited to be on this journey with you as we dive into all things manifestation, universal laws, the subconscious mind, spirituality, abundance, desire-led business, energetics, conscious living, and everything in between. The Just Like Magic podcast is here for your weekly activation, integration, and embodiment of your highest self, and is designed for the visionary and soul-led modern woman ready to step into her light and create a life of limitless possibilities. You'll hear real stories, teachings, and the strategies and tools you get to use to make real lasting change today and manifest the life you have always dreamed of because you are and always have been the magic. Thank you so much for being here. And now let's begin. Hello, beautiful souls. In this episode, we are going to be diving straight into all things courage, a topic which is often not spoken about, especially in the personal development world, about the courage that it takes to step into your higher self and live a life of your deepest desires. And the reason for that is it can be a bit of a off-putting topic in the sense that for a lot of people, they don't want to go through dark shadow work. They don't want to have their dark nights of the soul. They don't want to have to have overwhelming stress and anxiety and energetic deaths and all of this really heavy, icky stuff. And I've spoken about this on previous episodes, but we put this happiness and this desire to get what we want through a quick little pill fix up on a pedestal, as opposed to feeling all of the feelings that come with being a human, especially when you step into feminine embodiment. Now, feminine embodiment wants you to feel everything, feel the good, feel the bad, feel the ugly, feel everything that comes in between. And for us to allow ourselves to process and feel and heal all of the shit that comes up because our body keeps the score. While we may be able to compartmentalize certain things within our human mind and really sort of put things into our spiritual closet, skeleton in the closet kind of vibes and sort of lock away the key, at some point they will come up. And if you get into metaphysics, the stuff that we lock away and we don't process and we don't heal from them goes into our body and at some point creates ailments or disease or something that happens because all of that energy is just stagnant within our body. So this is why it is so important for us to feel and also have the courage to feel all of those feelings and know how normal it is to feel scared shitless, to know how normal it is to have a nervous system completely out of whack, where your ego is on hyperdrive, where you feel like you're not going to get through to the next stage, that you can't cope, where you feel broken. All of that is normal. And all of this is resilience. It's character building. It's allowing us to shape shift and grow into this next level expanded version of ourself that is who we truly are as opposed to who it is that we think we are. Courage, particularly in the personal development world, 
is brushed over. It is often that we hear stories of, you know, you've gone through a certain amount of hardship and you've kind of knocked, been knocked down and then you've got back up and been knocked down again, then you've got back up, but look at you, you're up here and you're doing it. And I know that I really struggled with this because every time I'd hit another level, there would be this whole new devil that I had to deal with. And when people said, oh, you know, you get knocked down and you just get back up, I didn't understand that the things that I was going through is what they were referring to. You know, the overwhelm, the anxiousness, the feeling sick in the stomach, the fear of money, the fear of being seen, the fear of success, and how that can show up within our body, the ruminating thoughts, you know, all of those different feelings, the dread, the anxiousness, all of that is part of what happens when we basically hit our own glass ceiling and are about to smash it to come into a whole new world. And our ego plays a huge part in that because we never want to, you know, say that the ego is a bad thing. It's doing its job. It's helping to protect us and to keep us safe. But because we don't understand how it works, we allow that voice to be our truth. And we don't understand when, you know, our higher self needs to work alongside our ego and work together in the process. We're just like, okay, well, this is what my internal monologue is saying. So therefore it is my truth. Your ego wants to be safe and comfortable. And even if that means doing something that will ultimately put you into absolute more clarity and more safety, say, for example, you are struggling week to week with money, just as an example, and all of a sudden you have an opportunity to earn a lot of money and your ego will go, oh my God, no, you can't be seen. Like, this is going to be terrifying. It's going to be really scary. Who do you think you are? Imposter syndrome, all of this stuff will come up. But the truth is, what if you were successful? What if you got everything that you could ever desire? What if you actually shifted into that space and became a well-resourced woman that had the funds to support you in terms of your health and your well-being and your spirituality and a home and a roof over your head and to give back and all of these much bigger things? Well, that's going to lead to more safety, isn't it, than the current circumstances. But your mind doesn't know that. It doesn't understand that new world because it doesn't have evidence that it's true for you, that it is going to exist. It's like our nervous system. We can actually become really regulated to a traumatic relationship, for example, or a traumatic circumstance in our life because we know how it feels and we can be so geared up to feel the anxiousness, to feel the fear, to feel the overwhelm that it's our normal. And to step outside of that has all of the alarm bells going beep, 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 beep. No, because we don't know the other world. And this is something that can really come up if you've been brought up in, you know, a family unit where there was a lot of trauma. There was a lot of um, maybe an abusive relationship in your family home. Maybe you suffered childhood abuse or, you know, all of that stuff. That is going to gear you up to how you respond for the rest of your life until you have the conscious awareness of what it is that you are doing. From zero to seven, we are in this hypnotic state and we are taking everything in as real and true and as our current reality, which is why it is so important that we are so mindful about what we surround ourselves with. Even watching movies, 
listening to things on the radio or like Spotify or whatever it is, all of that is going into our mind in a somewhat of a hypnotic state. And from those young years, as we progress, we get to this point when we're around 30, we are on 90% autopilot. Like this shit blows my mind. And so when you understand that, and when you understand how your ego operates versus your higher self, and which your higher self is cool, calm, and collected, she knows that your success is inevitable. She's not emotionally driven, right? As opposed to your ego with its constant, you know, thoughts and problems and negativity and emotional charge. That's the difference between these two. And when you understand that, you are able to easily access something bigger with your level and depth of conscious awareness that you can go, hang on a minute. Okay, this isn't real. This isn't me. Thank you, ego, for doing your job and for coming in to protect me. And maybe you could do inner child work surrounding that and, you know, a really powerful meditation or hypnosis where you get to hold hands with that young version of you or just hold her and let her know that you've got this and that you are going to be safe and that it's time to trust you and your expansion because the life that you are going to provide is bigger and better and more magical than she could ever imagine. Now, again, we can say all this and then we hit this next level and it's like, oh my God, what mess have I got myself into? I am not feeling good. I'm feeling terrible. In fact, I'm scared. Oh my God, woe me. And this, I want to reiterate, is normal. It is such a normal part of our expansion and growth. And the way that you handle the stuff that comes up is up to you and the tools and the resources and the conscious awareness that you have. And also the level in which it comes up is really based on your experience here on earth. For one person, they might be able to smash glass ceilings and get through to the next level without ever having big issues that come up. For other people, what might seem like really minor things can be blown completely out of proportion and bring huge things up on them because we all walk in different shoes in life. We have different upbringings, different relationships within our family unit, different experiences through childhood, different levels of trauma and abuse, different jobs, different schooling, like so many different circumstances between each and every one of us. And I know for me, you know, I was able to go into corporate and to rise up to different levels without too much of an issue. Because what would happen was every time I rose, I would get probably anxious and scared and, oh, my God, can I even do this? Walk into a boardroom with all of these older suit wearing men and women and be able to hold my own. Can I do this? Holy fuck. What have I put myself into? And all of that stuff would come up and I'd get in there kind of fake it till you make it and come out and go, oh my God, I can't believe I did that. Adrenaline rushing. I did it. I made it. I survived. And that was kind of the higher level of experience that I had in terms of smashing the ceilings. Switch over to coming into a soul-led business. Oh my gosh. Like it doesn't even compare 
the level of growth and expansion and darkness that I've had to deal with in having my own business. Because your business can only expand to the level that you know yourself, that you grow, that you expand. And so I didn't have to meet myself on a certain level or at a certain depth when I worked in corporate. On my business, I had to. It was me. There was no one to sort of lean back into as being the person that safeguarded me, that provided my income each and every week, that paid for the office and the roof above my head from work, computers, you know, PAs, like all of that stuff was taken care of by someone else. In our own business, we are generally going to start, we are the one and one man band, one woman band, so to speak. We're doing content creation, we're doing website designs, we're doing the actual service that we offer, we're doing marketing, we're doing sales, we're doing accounts, like we are the everybody. And so that is going to bring up so many different parts of us, so many parts that we have no freaking clue what we're doing, shit, how am I going to learn this? Maybe we're signing up for courses, reading the books, listening to the podcast, learning, expanding, having other parts of our life doing somatic healing work to get to know ourselves better and to become more intuitively and soul led, you know, all of this stuff. And then you hit a ceiling and then all of a sudden, who am I? Imposter syndrome. Like I'm sure you've heard of this and felt this. And again, it is normal. It is so normal. And I wish someone had told me all of those years ago how normal this was. And I understood the depths and I had the tools to get through things. And this is stuff I could have even used 10 years ago when I, you know, one of my first episodes in this podcast was about, you know, really experiencing my soul calling of going, you're not supposed to be in this industry. You're not supposed to be here. It's time to take the leap. My soul wasn't happy. And so that as well took courage It took courage for me to quit a job of safety and security and pick me and my joy and my happiness above that. It took courage to be self-led. It took courage to say that this dream, this vision that I have, I back myself. It's going to all work out. Most people, you know, they, they don't take that courageous next step. And maybe they do and they've got burnt. Maybe they know someone close to them who's done it. They've had a negative experience. And so they take that as their own. If it was easy to be successful and to create whatever the hell is in you to create in your life, everyone would do it and everyone would be happy. Everyone would be well-resourced and feeling incredible about life in whatever chosen path that they desire. They would, but most people aren't. Most people are in jobs they dislike. They're in relationships they don't like. They're in bodies that they are having lots of issues with and despise in a lot of cases. They're having children and families that they're like, I can't cope with this. I can't do this. And that's because they haven't tapped in to the deep magic of their feelings, of their emotions, of their trauma, of their shadows and allowed themselves to feel. They have stepped into logic because that is what we are conditioned to do. And all of these big, heavy feelings are so uncomfortable and so scary for them 
that it's like, I don't want to feel this. I want to feel joy. I want to feel happiness. That feels good. All this other shit, like, fuck off. I do not want to deal with it. And I get it. I get it. And I want to share an experience, you know, towards the end of May this year, I had a lot of stuff happening with my personal coaching clients and they were going through some quite heavy things. And I actually recall saying to one of them, you know, I said, I feel like I've really come out of this Mercury retrograde and all of the stuff that's happening astrologically really well. I'm able to hold space for everyone. I feel like I've had some massive quantum leaps and really shifted gears in terms of my identity and what I want to create and where I am in life. And I said, it's, it's really good because then I can hold the space for everyone else. Well, famous last words. A few days after that, I started developing this illness, which had me having this ridiculously crazy headache, which lasted eight days, like nothing could get rid of it. I ended up with infections in my head. Um, a lot of like, oh my gosh, like what is going on with me? Exhaustion. Um, but also more so anxiousness, which I have not had in years to that capacity. Um, fear, overwhelm. I felt like I was breaking and I was like, what the heck is going on? This is not the shit that I signed up for. I am not ready for this. This is like, this is like taking me back 10 years ago. Holy shit. This is like my worst fear come to life and which I've been doing a lot of work surrounding. And you know, it, it, it was really uncomfortable and it was really scary. And I didn't have the energy or capacity to even use those tools that I had because I couldn't even think my brain was just next level thumping. And, you know, I actually went to the doctors and my heart rate was through the roof. My blood pressure was up. Like it was wild. And I was like, what is going on? And it was then during this darkness and sadness and fear and anxiousness. And I felt like, you know, I felt like I was in a field or a stadium with like 10,000 people looking at me naked. Like it was such a vulnerable, weak feeling, um, really exposed, really an energetic death. And it was like these old parts of me were just dying. And if you look at the signs of ascension, like things like the headaches and my ears and all this stuff that was happening all tie into that. And this experience honestly did feel like a death. It was, it was really, really heavy. And I didn't think I was going to come out of it. I'm like, I'm going to be a crazy person. Like, I can't do this. Um, but we can. We are stronger than we ever knew. And what it required was courage. Just, just remain calm and neutral and do not judge. And this too shall pass. This too shall pass. Yeah, it's not a fabulous experience, but I can do hard things. And I've got through every other thing that I've ever been through in my life. And this is a part of my experience in life. And this is something that is happening for me. And I chose courage and I chose bravery and I chose to surrender and just allow myself to feel and be and cry and rage and do all of those things. And then it dropped into me like the biggest download ever because I'm always raving about duality. You know, so many of us, you know, like, oh, you, you feel, you're feeling amazing. You feel hundred percent. Oh my God. Like my life is so fabulous. It's so amazing. 
You can have moments like that, absolutely. But in the real world, you're also going to have moments where you're like, fuck, everything is falling to shit. I'm going through the crumbling. And you're going to have that middle ground, like duality. There's all different things. And it's about your emotional regulation through all of the things. You ride up with happiness and then you drop down with sadness and you ride and put all these big attachments to all of these feelings. You're going to be like a complete yo-yo. So we get to ride all these waves in a really, really beautiful way. And as I was going through what felt like the downward spiral, it dropped into me a new program within my coaching business called The Rose. And it literally, all of the words came through me. The content that I then sat and created in Canvas so quickly, I knew exactly what was going to be in it, how it was going to feel, you know, like the copy, all of that stuff that sometimes it would take me quite a while to really grasp everything. And I'd get a download here and a little bit there and, and work through it like that just all came through me. And I was like, I'd been seeing these roses for, you know, like six weeks, like randomly roses at the beach and, you know, roses that were for sale. I got $100 of roses for $6, like just in all of these weird locations, like um, tattoos of roses and, you know, rose signs or rose on the back of someone's car, like just everywhere. And I kept thinking about this rose and how the layers were just peeling off to come back into who it is that you truly are. And when that came through, I was like, right, this is what I've been resisting for a long period of time because I knew my business was stepping into more the energetics and the manifestation, all of that with desire-led business. But part of me was like, ah, oh, desire-led business is all like done. Everyone else is doing it. People are like multiple seven-figure earners. Who am I to step into that? You know, it's easier if I just do the manifestation, the soul work and all of that, which lights up my heart. Like, can I even do that? Of course I can freaking do it. I'm doing it. And it all landed in. And because this required such a, a shift of the identity that I had created prior, this required the old identity to die off and new parts of me to be activated. And I shared with a friend one night I was laying in bed and the headaches had kind of just stopped. It was like day eight, they'd stopped. And I literally felt like my skin was breaking. It felt like I was like bursting out like this, you know, caterpillar who'd gone into the cocoon and was coming out as a butterfly. And it felt, no, it wasn't uncomfortable. It just felt weird and very cellular. And I sat into this experience and was like, I'm ready. I'm ready. But coming out of that has been scary because it's like I'm walking in new shoes and the clothes that I liked, I don't really like as much anymore. You know, where I'm living, I'm like, is this really where I want to be? Like lots of these things are shifting. So that comes, that brings up uncertainty and it brings up like, is this really what I should be doing? Is this, I don't know, like, who am I? What do I want? Where am I going? Oh my God, my whole business is changing. I'm pivoting. Um, it brings up a lot of stuff. And so we have two options with that. We can either go like, fuck this. I don't want to, this is too much for me. Like what happens if I go back to that dark place there? Or we change the game and we choose courage. And it's like, okay, we're walking a new path now. We're doing something that we haven't done before. I'm working alongside my ego. I'm trusting and believing in myself and where I'm leading myself and where I'm helping to guide and lead other women 
I trust and I believe like every cell in my body knows that where I am going is going to be above and beyond fucking spectacular. But the old parts of me, the old bits that have brought me to where I am now so gratefully are not coming with me on this next part of the journey. And that is okay. That is what happens with growth. And because I have been through this so many times, it's become easier to allow myself to just let go and to trust and be in this process. This is what is so important. One foot in front of the other, moving the needle bit by bit towards the life that we truly, truly desire. The one that brings us joy and happiness and fulfillment and feels and we know is our soul calling and purpose in whatever that is for you. You know, some people highly ambitious, you know, they want to take over the world. They want to create greatness and do the humongous things. Other people want to be raising babies and growing their own food and, you know, milking their cows and, and reading beautiful novels and really simplifying their life. And whatever that is for you, it takes courage. It takes courage to do the things that are less than ordinary because we are conditioned to all follow a linear path in life. And I'm sure you know what that is. You know, we raise um, our babies when we first have them and get them to follow rules. They then go to a school where they're educated through a system. We finish that, send them off to university or get into a job, married, have kids, buy the house in whatever order, work into a certain time, then you can retire, then you can enjoy life. So when someone comes to you and says, hey, I've gone through university, I've had the great job, making the great money, got the house, got the relationships. I'm just going to quit that job now and go follow my soul desires. People are going to be like, why would you throw away your $100,000 degree? You are crazy. Like you can't do this. And people will project that sort of stuff onto you one way or another, right? If it triggers them, because law of mirrors, people will say stuff to you that is just a reflection of what is happening within their own internal world. So that's like a whole other episode going into judgment and all of the stuff that happens with others, which can keep us playing small and can keep us stagnant for fear of what they may think, for fear of what they may say, for fear of what they may do with us choosing a life of truth and soul alignment. It takes courage to walk the path that is less than ordinary. And again, if it was easy, everyone would be doing it. Everyone would be living their dream life. People wouldn't be miserable or having to revert to, you know, toxic tendencies to get through life. People would be operating through their higher selves and everyone is on their own journey and they may or may not pick that up in this lifetime, but living that conscious life, living a soul-led life, we have to be prepared to go in like a warrior into the depths of our darkness and allow ourselves to feel and be and experience the true spectrum of life. We develop resilience by going through those tough times, 
the traumatic things that we have been through in our life have happened for us. And it doesn't mean that we deserve what happened or that, you know, like that bad things that have happened to us, such as, you know, child sexual abuse, all of that stuff was, was bought on by us for our soul contracts or whatever that is. But you have the courage and you have the resilience through those circumstances to allow you to birth into the woman that you were born to be. If your life is vanilla and easy the whole way through and things just come to you with so much ease, I know that actually can sound really good. You're like, oh my God, how relaxing for our nervous system. You will not actually grow. You will not actually shift. You will not develop the skill set that is needed to take you into the higher levels. You know, say for example, in leadership, you know, most, most often people misjudge the amount of resilience and courage it takes to lead, to make decisions for a team, for the highest good of the company or the business or whatever it may be, which could have people up in arms about your decision, which could create negative feedback, you know, employees or team or whoever, however it is that it works within the particular business going, you know, we don't agree with that. We don't like the way that she's leading. How are you going to handle that negative feedback? You know, you could look at celebrities and put them on pedestals and rip them down for what they're wearing or how they acted or whatever it may be. They are still humans and they are reading these comments, which can be just pure evil, right? It takes courage to put yourself into a state of vulnerability and to chase that dream, the dream that lives within you, it takes courage. And that walk that we go through to get there isn't always going to be easy. In fact, it rarely ever is easy. Vulnerability, imposter syndrome, judgment, all of the shadow work and the deep healing, the somatic work, you know, like all of this stuff will come up and is the work that we need to do to create the life that we truly freaking desire. So this episode, I just really wanted to bring that up. When you look at other people who are doing or have the life that you desire and you're like, I'm so far away from that. I don't know how they do it. They do it because they walk the uncomfortable path. And they do the things that put them out into the firing line. They get into the arena and they have the courage. It doesn't mean it's any easier, but they have the courage and the belief, even when they feel like they can't, there is just that something, that little bit more. It's like, just, I can, I know this is right. And I got knocked down yesterday and I'm going to get back up today. And I'm going to put one foot in front of the other, one foot in front of the other and move that needle bit by bit towards the life that I fucking deserve. And when they feel like they don't deserve it, they go to work on that. They allow themselves to feel, they allow themselves to experience the full spectrum of life. And you can too. Anything you desire, the dream that chose you is all available to you if you choose to acknowledge your truest desires and have the courage to take the actionable, intuitive, guided steps 
to move you towards those dreams. If you will not take the action, if you will not use your courage to move yourself forward, nothing changes if nothing changes. And if you are happy where you are right now and you're happy to be there in another year or two or three years, then so be it. That is where you will be. But if you are willing to take a little bit of bold action, you don't have to completely morph overnight. In fact, it's probably going to completely wreak havoc on your nervous system if you just click your fingers and quantum leap overnight. If you don't have the tools and the skills or you haven't done that work to really go within and do the somatics and to really deeply heal all of that trauma and stuff within, it's going to take time bit by bit by bit we get to move forward. When you see people, this is really important, when you see people who have what you want, there is no need to compare yourself to them. They, what you see in them is available to you. And if you are triggered by them, it's good. It's something for you to go to work on. Why am I feeling that way? Why am I being triggered by this particular person? Why do I believe that that experience is not available to me? And I use a limiting belief decoder and get really clear on those triggers as to what is really coming up. What is the root cause of the stuff that I'm feeling? Why do I believe that I can't have what I desire? Where am I falling short on myself? Where am I not backing myself? Where is this story coming from? And I do things like timeline therapy to also work around that and get to that root cause. And then I get to rewrite the stories. But if I do not have the experiences and the growths and the transformations and the uncomfortable situations and the dark nights of the soul and the energetic deaths and all of that, I don't get the opportunity to expand and to grow and to learn and allow those things that no longer serve me to collapse, to make space in my energetic field for the things that do truly serve me. A soul-led life takes courage. And you have everything you need within you. You get to take back that power. You get to remember and activate who it is that you truly are. You get to look at yourself in the mirror and learn to love yourself so fucking deeply and remember what a miracle you are. And you get to take those actionable steps and choose with absolute courage the next step to take towards the life that you deserve and that you desire. I hope that you have taken away something from this episode and that you are ready to choose you and choose courage with everything you could ever dream of. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you love what you just heard, be sure to share it with me by leaving a review on iTunes and sharing it on your socials, tagging me at laurenmaroney.co or visiting my website, laurenmaroney.co. I am so grateful for your time spent with me today and can't wait to connect in our next episode. In the meantime, remember, you are and always have been the magic. So get out there and live life to your fullest and truest potential. I love you and I believe in you.